how sweet it is to be loved by y'all. Welcome back, guys. It's Keep Up, episode 20 motherfucking three, with your host, Still Insane, bringing you viral news and fucking you up with fucked up cliches, catchphrases, dumb phrases, dumb things people say. I try to end that at every show. I try to talk about a little music. I try to talk about some movies and television that I'm watching. I try to let you know if I'm going to another country, another state, if I'm at a concert or a festival. Those are all things I love to do. Those are just a few of my favorite things. So let's get on to it. Again, this is episode 23 on Keep Up with Still Vincent. Right now, I am on a hiatus. Well, we all are on a hiatus from the radio show that we do in Brooklyn. It is called Dropping the Flavor, otherwise known as Down to Fuck with the Flavor. No, I'm joking. That would be too many things with the acronyms. And you know that I don't like acronyms too much, especially SMH, unless it's SMD. Suck my dick. Anyway, so... But like I was saying, we're on a hiatus. We're coming back this Sunday. I don't know what the the new uh, topics will be. I don't know who our new hosts will be. Supposedly Z Fly has picked those. Happy birthday shout out to Jamie. She's one of my faves. She's really good on the show. But let's talk about something. Let's talk about something real quick that's bothering me. I like to start off with a monologue now. And that's cool because I can do that. I can carry on a conversation. Blackhead nods. I know, I don't know, maybe I've talked about this before, but to me, I work at a new place. It's not a new place, it's where I've worked before. And usually places of of a certain color, they it doesn't usually tend black. I've never really worked at places that are majority black. Uh, I think I have, but not that many. But most of the time, I'm one of the only minorities in the building. And do I notice? Yeah. Do I care? No. Because I have the privilege of living in this era. Yeah, it's annoying. It's still annoying to be black. It's still annoying to be colored. But it's nowhere near as deadly as it used to be. Yeah, people are still getting killed by cops. People are still getting lynched. People are, you know, unfairly being mass incarcerated is the new Jim Crow. I do believe in all those things. But when you're a house Negro like me, looking all light-skinned and nobody knows what the fuck you are, I tend to have that kind of privilege that not a lot of people have. So you can wear black on your sleeve if you want. Do I? Not necessarily. Who knows? But like I said, when I am walking through a place of business anywhere and I am one of the only black people in the building... There is this universal hidden rule that you must give a head nod to the other black person to acknowledge that they are there. Maybe this happens in other cultures. Maybe Bangladesh people. Maybe my friend Oscar, he's Honduran. Maybe when he sees other Hondurians, he gives like a little head nod to them. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I can only tell by personal experience. People think that I am black enough to or brown enough to give a head nod to they're just like okay well i know now i know it's like a it's like a directory 
So I have a directory of work and we know where everybody's office is. We know the extension. We know the room number. So it's kind of like a directory. Like, oh, shit, I can put this in the data bank. There is another black person that works in this building. I can affirm that and I can give a head nod to it. Hey, what's up? I know you're here. Damn. Who knew? Who who said that I wanted to be part of this black registry? I don't know. I don't know. Did you ask? Did you ask if I could be part of this? Oof. And on another on another note, something even more rude. Something even more rude. Everybody just assuming I'm black. <laughs> huh. Who told you that I was black and I was proud, or I was half black and I was proud? Fuck you. Anyway, something is more rude. Anytime I'm eating, somebody always wants to fucking talk to me. Don't you hate that? It is rude, yes, to speak with people, to speak to people while you have food in your mouth, while you're chewing. It's fucking disgusting. You look like a cow. You look like you're about to regurgitate all over my fucking cheeks. Stop. Stop. But, even more annoying, when I'm about to put food in my mouth, that's when you ask me a question. I... I'm about to be, like, biting into this dope-ass fucking Italian meat sandwich or whatever dope-ass sandwich you can think of, a piece of food, some soup, and you're, you're mid, and your mouth is salivating, and you're, like, ready to fucking eat this shit. And you're like, hmm, uh, Vince, what's going on? Do you know when that report is due tomorrow? You gotta put the food in your mouth. You can't let this person win. Otherwise, the terrorists win. What are you going to do? So I, I like, I'd like politely put my hand over my mouth. I put up the little one second, like one yourself, motherfucker. Hold up. Hold up. I'm about to answer this. Finish chewing. You can't even really finish chewing. You have to like give it like a little 50% chew. You can't even give it like a, maybe 75. You can get, get away with 75, but the longer you wait, the longer they think that you're trying to be rude not to answer them. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, sometimes um, somebody's about to ask me a question and I don't really want to answer it right away or I need more time to think. I fucking shove that food right in my mouth right away. I go, oh my God, he's about to ask me a question. Vince! Huh? me? Did you say something? But... <laughs> So if you can get if you can get through your day um, with your little uh, minority head nod, or you're more commonly known as the black head nod, go ahead, get through it. You can do it. I believe in you, and I also believe that you can multitask. I'm a huge believer in multitasking, and if people want to talk to you mid chew, fucking talk back to them with fucking nasty shit in their mouth, go, in your mouth. Go ahead, look like a cow. That's fine. That's all right. They don't mind embarrassing you. And you know what they can do, right? GFS. Oh, no, it's GFT. Look at that. I'm fucking it up already. GFT. They can go fuck themselves. What the fuck? Did I just hear? And this week, it's brought to you by, once again, the release Radar. On Spotify, and it's a really nifty thing, guys. I got a new tablet. Hopefully, I'll be premiering it at Real Hot and Fresh uh, next weekend when we come back on the air. That is at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. 
specific standard time. I wish I was more on the specific standard time. Who knows? If my job doesn't make me permanent, maybe I'll still move to California. We never know. I'll go join the forest fires out there and earthquakes. It'd be great. So this week, uh, so what we're trying on this show is that uh, to save time or to save your ears is that I'm going to introduce the songs and you're, you don't have to guess, but like, you know, the artists, most of them, and I'm just going to introduce them real quick and then we'll play like a little, little montage of their music and you can match it up with your ears. So right now I've been listening to another release wire. I've been listening to Rod Stewart, looking to her eyes. Obviously, you know who Rod Stewart is. Young Turks. That's where they got the name from. Or maybe they did. Uh, I like that show, by the way. Shank. So I got that. Uh, I got Hefe by T.I. and Meek Mill. Uh, we got a little old school remix, uh, piano and microphone edition of 17 Days of Prince. So we'll get a little flashback action with that. Uh, we got Want That by Cherub. Cherub is one of my favorite modern bands. We got Wallen by Young M.A., Young Ma, and Corleone. I love Young Ma. She's one of my favorite rap artists. Uh, Funeral Singers by Sylvan Esso. And the collections of Colonies of Bees. We got Ecstasy by Kanye West. Yeah, we played Ecstasy already. That's where he's fucking his sisters, right? Yeah, we played that already. Damn, how'd that get on the release wire? Down to fuck? (laughs) Ain't that funny. That ain't dropping the flavor. Seriously, this is really one of the songs on the release wire. So, Down to Fuck featuring YG, Ty Dolla Sign, and Jeremiah. And, you know, that's the game. Because, you know, the game, he don't play no games. That was corny. But, um, hmm, Michael Jackson and Mark Ronson. We don't really have to play that, do we? Cascade and Michael Bedell. That's on fun. What else? We got new music by the Kooks, Kids. Then we got um, another song by Afrojack, Bass Ride, Where Angels Fear to Tread by Disclosure, Blood Bank by Third Eye Blind, Monster Look by one of my favorite, homophobic but awesome, uh, reggae artist, Beanie Man, Bambi by Hippocampus. Uh, I love uh, Hippocampus. Being in my feeling. Uh, Flight of Fancy by Interpol, great New York band. We've talked about them before. Tribe with J. Cole, that's bass, his new album. And we're not going to play St. Vincent, New York, because we played that already. So let's get to it. Let's play these songs real quick.
being excellent. From now on, man, fuck it. I'm just gonna be dope and not apologize for it. I'm sorry I'm dope, nigga. Wrap your mind around it, embrace it. This is a fact of life. Don't go, go, wait. Time for my name on it. Yeah. 
Let's talk about no tattoos. Cut some. Face down. Shine for my name on it. Talking about early in the morning. We can have the party just a little bit more. Down for it. Still around.
So that's what uh, I've been listening to lately. That's on my release wire brought to you by Spotify. So like I said, uh, actually we threw in some uh, extras. We had I Know by Gucci Man. We threw in, what else? Creep On Me by French Montana. Blood Bank by Third Eye Blonde, one of my favorite bands. Bass Ride by Afrojack. Yeah, man. Kids by uh, The Coops. Really cool band. Um, I started, uh, I, I did a song called Start the Pardy, P-A-R hyphen D-E-E. And that is with Donny Osmond from the Osmonds. Uh, rest in peace to her to his sister. Uh, Donny gave a little uh, trap verse on there too. I don't know if you remember the Osmonds or a very white uh, Mormon family. And they did a lot of singing, kind of like the, the Winans uh, family. So shout out to them. That was really cool. I don't really love Little Yachty, but I do at the same time. If I dip my head in some Kool-Aid, maybe my braids would come out looking like Serena and Venus Williams back in the 90s. But not until then will I understand Little Yachty. I don't like many artists that have the little in front of their name. It's kind of like an acronym, like why are we doing this? But let's play you, um, since we gave you just... Well, hold up now. Hold up. Don't be... I just got, like I said, a new tablet, so things are a little uh, a little weird. So, right now, a little pump. He's not that good. And uh, Adele Givens, she is a comedian. She's in the song, too. So, this is Kanye West's real new song. Ecstasy is not a new song. I premiered that on my show a few months ago. Gave a little snippet because it's on the release radar and Spotify thing is just premiering it cool but his new song with little pump is called i love it and it's very vulgar and it's very vince and it's very still insane they had the fake orgasms and shit we can tell niggas today hey i want to come motherfucker you're such a fucking hoe i love it you're such a fucking hoe i love it you're such a fucking hoe I love it. Your boyfriend is a door. Make love I just pulled up in the coast. Fucked that bitch up out in London. Then I fucked up on the cousin or her sister. I don't know nothing. And my niggas getting ignorant. Like a lighter bitch, we ignorant. All this water on my neck look like I fell when I went fishing. So much diamonds on my bus. Now, ooh, fuck. What's the time? Oh, yeah. Can't smoke her sip and drink. Fuck, she take lines. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. You're such a fucking hoe. When the first time they asked you, you want sparkling or still? Are you trying to act like you was drinking sparkling water before you came out here? You're such a fucking, I'm a sick fuck, I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck, I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck, I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck, I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck, I like a quick fuck. I like my dick suck, I buy you a sick truck. I buy you some new tits, I get you that nip tuck. How you start a family, the kind of slipped up. I'm a sick fuck, I'm inappropriate. I like hearing stories, I like that whole shit. I wanna hear more shit, I like the whole shit. Send me some more shit, you trifling hoe, bitch, bitch. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. I love it. You're such a. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. You know I love it. Oh, my God. Kanye, you always win my heart back. Yes, I did start following on Twitter again. Everybody deserves a little mental lapse. Not Lena Dunham. I have not refollowed her. Fuck her. But, um, no, Kanye, that was dope, dude. That was dope. And uh, Little Pump, yeah, cool. Adele Givens, yeah. Big shout out to her. That was cool. But, um, so... But we do have a little bit of music news. Don't you fret. Don't you worry. I am not the only one not talking about this. Of course, how could I talk about Nicki Minaj and Cardi B on my other shows and not talk about Fashion Week? Fashion Week. Okay, so to give you a rundown, Nicki Minaj, like we said, she does not pay homage to Lil' Kim. She's actually quite rude about biting off her style. But yet she did... Uh, motocross or whatever song that is with uh, Cardi B as a feature and she felt like she wasn't appreciative enough so they've been squawking at each other back and forth and supposedly there was a tweet that's uh, that some uh, a comment that Nicki Minaj liked that was against her daughter culture that is offset and Cardi B's daughter culture with a K some people should, uh, I'm not gonna lie, if I saw someone name their kid culture with a K, I would call uh, ACS on them, I'm not gonna lie, call social services, but, so they're at Fashion Week, and uh, Nicki Minaj got a dope-ass dress, Cardi B's got Dolce Gabbana red dress, they end up on the same floor, supposedly Nicki Minaj did not fight Cardi B, supposedly it was just a lot of tussling between crews. That's usually what happens. Just like that that fight with Whip, Drake, and uh, Chris Brown. So that happened. And then how do you end up with a knot on your head? I love Cardi B, but Cardi B looked real stupid. She's been on the memes all week because of it. Yeah, she got into a fight and she ended up with the knot. And she's the one talking all this shit. And Nikki's talking the most shit, to be honest. So I'm not gonna lie, she deserved to get pressed like that. She deserved, she's the one that should have got the knot on her head. And I'm from Southside. Sorry, sorry, I'm not repping very well. But uh, Cardi, what? How you talk all that noise? You the one that came out with the fucking fresh garlic knot on your fucking eyebrow? Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Dip that in some sauce. Come on. But yeah, man, these beefs are hilarious. And to be honest, they're so contrived. They're so to to build record. Like Nicki Minaj didn't go number one because of Travis Scott. And I saw in her interview talking about how much sex she wants three times a day. You done, nigga. Damn. I can barely go one, guys. When you go over 30, that's what happens, man. How you gonna want these guys to be having all these full-time jobs and doing all this kind of crap? And you need them to fuck three times a night? Whoa, buddy. Nah, I'm joking. I can fuck three times a night if you give me some time. And you make me a sandwich. Nah, I'm joking. But, um... Yeah, like I said, these beefs are contrived because look at this. Uh, in Boston, Drake pulled up Meek Mills, who's on that, that song Hefe with T.I. that I showed you. That was really cool. Yeah, he brought him on the stage. Of course, he didn't bring him out while I was there. Damn it. And I love Meek Mills and I love Drake. Like I said, I wish I went to Made in America where Meek Mills was playing with Nicki Minaj and Post Malone and a few other people. That would have been real cool. I've been, that's the, I broke the streak. I heard, I think I told you guys that. I've been going to Made in America since 2010. And shout out to the people that made it not happen. My friend couldn't get a shift off. And plus, like, they tried to screw me with that Airbnb in Austin. So I wasn't really digging calling them and asking them to stay at their house. Nice house, by the way. A lot of stairs. 
gets a little exasperating. Hard to fuck three times a night if you're losing breath. So Drake and Meek Mills, that whole spat that ended up with a Grammy and shit like that. My friend, who's a big Meek Mills fan, shout out to Kenny. He uh, he said, is, was this even real? No, no, this definitely was not real. This whole beef was stupid. And Kanye West even apologized to Drake last week for saying that he might have leaked details about his son, Adonis. Or Adon, whatever his name is. All these crazy names. Whatever. Fight the fight the uh, the white monarchy, whatever you need to do the patriarchy, cool cool cool. Name your kids uh, pencil for all I fucking care. But um yeah man that's that's the rap news out there. Oh rest in peace, uh, Neil Simon, Robin Leach. Neil Simon uh, made Barefoot in the Park that happened a couple weeks ago. I've been meaning to say that. Rest in peace uh, to Robin Leach. He's the one that did uh, Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous. Uh, shout out also to Senator John McCain, who gave a little big fuck you to Trump and not inviting him, only Pence and John Kelly, the chief of staff. Uh, yeah, no, don't call a prisoner of war, uh, someone I'd rather not get captured during your campaign drill. I'm sorry. If, and if he was doing a better job, not gonna lie, I would appreciate all this. Cool, you're brash and all that, but he sucks at his job too. So moving on. Uh, more music news. Yeah, we got a lot of music news. Uh, we're going on with Drake. Uh, not, uh, no, no more Drake. No more Drake. I know. Lights get nation. Sorry, guys. Mac Miller. Mac Miller. So sad. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Oh, boy. That really sucked. I love... Dang, 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 dang. We were just chilling. One of my favorite songs were Anderson Puck. Oh, so sad. So I I think I told you guys this. I was very shocked to see that Ariana Grande, and this is not her fault. I keep having to make this disclaimer because people are stupid. And I have to assume that some of my fans are stupid. Sorry, guys. I love you guys. But stupid is is a stupid dummy. But uh, Ariana Grande, she was with Mac Miller. And uh, they were together at Coachella. Rest in peace, my soul, that did not go there where Bay was at. And last night's Insecure episode... They were there, but they didn't show anything in Bay. I guess it was like a copyright thing. Who knows? Columbia, Sony. Big honchos fucking the world up. But, so, uh, yeah, they were kissing on a helicopter, Mac Miller and Ariana Grande, and a month later, her and Pete Davidson are fucking engaged. I didn't even know they broke up. So supposedly it was due to drug habits and that was a breaking point, and I didn't know that she sent out a tweet like, take care of yourself, because he got into a DUI, and it was pretty bad, it was pretty messed up. But then now, Mac Miller uh, had an overdose. Again, not Ariana Grande's fault, but I, I have to say that many people are just so... It's a disease, guys. It's a disease just like any other disease. And I don't understand like why drug use is... And supposedly, like, she's been caught. So maybe it was her image. Maybe it was her career she was looking out for. Maybe Pete Davidson was more safe. But you don't get engaged to somebody a month after you've been with someone for two years. Sorry, Ariana Grande. That's where I have to blame with you. That is fucked up. You are not a good person for that. You lost cool points for that. You are not uh, You're not responsible for his death at all. But, like, this uh, generation is pretty disgusting with the way that they help each other and the way that we help each other. Sorry, I'm part of this generation. The way we help each other 
and the way that we understand each other. Um, like, like J. Cole said, like, if you got a friend out there, reach out, man. Don't send a fucking tweet, take care of yourself, and go fucking get engaged to someone a month later, you piece of trash. And uh, I was supposed to see Mac Miller with my cousin, Harry, who mixes the show. Very sad, man. I've seen him a few times. He's really awesome. He's a great artist. Like I said, we analyzed, his, we reviewed his album. Nice white rapper out there. Like, you know, my one of my colleagues doesn't really listen to white rappers too much. As a matter of fact, he trashes Eminem anytime he gets, even though he says he's a fan. Which, like I said, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, Eminem's not on top. Neither is Nas, Jay-Z, any of these guys. Cameron, definitely not on the top of the game. But it's cool, man. They still come out with good music, and they're still better than the majority of the game. So that's why I still listen. And that's why you should still listen. What else? What else? Man, and if you see that picture with Drake and Migos hugging, it's like it's like Drake is sniffing the, the prison cocoa butter off of Meek's, uh, Mill's neck. That's why I think these things are fake, man. Uh, yeah, we'll get into we'll get into the TV news when we go into. What the fuck did I just watch? And uh, to start off our our TV and film section, we're gonna go off with uh, last night's programming. Insecure it was a great episode. Um, spoiler alert. Lawrence is coming back. That's really cool. She goes to Coachella with her friends on the latest episode. That is fun. The whole crew, Molly, my own girl, Yvonne, Orgy. Last night's episode of Ballers was really cool. He's still trying to acquire the, he's still trying to fit in into the West Coast culture. And Russell Brand is uh, the, 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 the former owner of a, Extreme sports business uh, representation, and they buy that, and he's giving them all types of trouble. And so him and his partner are conflicted whether he should stick to this high school recruit, even though there's violations about to occur with the NCAA and his eligibility. He's fucking the the, the home the the, uh, the prospects uh, mother. No good, no good. But that should end up well. There's a good season of both. So let's get down to Shameless, though. Shameless is a great episode. Lots of nudity, lots of fucking. The, the rats start fucking right in the beginning. That's how I love that damn show. But some sadness. And not really that much sadness, because Fiona is actually the most boring character on the show. But I like Emmy, Emma Rosam. I told her she almost pretty much hit it on me on the J train. That was one of the worst moments of my life. But Fiona is leaving the show, guys, on season nine. This will be her last season. And that is an iconic... It is a very monumental moment because this is one of the best shows on TV. It's one of the best shows in Britain. It's gone a very long time. Both of the runs, the U.S. run for Showtime and the BBC version, I've seen a little bit. It's very identical to the first season. But uh, shout out to Fiona, who's also done some movies. She did um, the Futile movie with uh, National Lampoon on uh, Netflix. She's done a very horrible rendition of Dragon Ball Z. So shout out to her because she renegotiated her contract and she renegotiated to be the highest paid on the show, which she deserved. Because William H. Macy, yes, he has an Academy Award, but he he doesn't carry the show. Yes. Is he the funniest? Yes, yes, yes. Most definitely. But she is the focal point. And I guess, like, you know, that was it. And she wants to pursue movies. So good luck to Emma Rosam. I love her. She's good. She's so hot. And she's and I think she's got potential to be a really good actress. So I wish her success in that. Uh, 
what the fuck did I just watch? I watched Peppermint starring Jennifer Gardner, and that was a really good movie. And uh, I know that I'm a hypocrite because I say that I don't like vigilante movies anymore. Sorry, Charles Bronson did it the best. My bad. Mr. McLean, uh, Bruce Willis, even though he tried to bring it back from the dead with Death Wish. No, I don't like the same formula. Like, if you're going to do that, switch it up. And Peppermint does that. And we're going to get into a little topic real quick because of it. So her husband tries to steal from the cartel. You don't do that. That's a no-no. And they kill him. And they kill him. And the daughter just so happens to be around. And they shoot her too. And the cops are are fearful because they've been hit by the cartel before. So they cover it up. And Jennifer Gardner does not like that. As a matter of fact, she tries to kill them during the sentencing where they did not get sentenced. And the judge is in it on it too. And they send her to a mental hospital. But but while she's at the mental hospital, she breaks out and she steals $50,000 for the bank that she works at. And she goes into hiding for many years. And then she goes and takes revenge on the cartel and the police department. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's not just the guns. She goes in. She has been training for a long time. So my question is, who is more powerful? Who's more powerful in movies? The mafia or the cartel? And the cartel has been very popular these days, guys. Uh, we talked about uh, John Gotti. The, those days are over. The days with Lucky Luke Luciano. The days with uh, Don Corleone. That's not real. The days with Al Capone. Those days are over. I love my Italians. Um, Tony Teresi. No, I'm joking. That's from uh, Power. But yeah, so the cartel is very prevalent in movies nowadays. So which was more heavy? Which was more heavy? The the Mafia days, the Godfather, Goodfellas, Sopranos, or like something like the Ozarks where you don't really have that. Like the Mayans, I haven't gotten into that yet. That is the new spinoff show of Sons of Anarchy. Shout out to Angelo. You need to watch that show. I don't know why you don't watch that show. You're so weird. Uh, but the Mayans. So I'm going to get into that. That's more into Mexican gang culture. Sicario. There's so many examples of mafia and cartel movies. So my question to you guys out there, get on my social media, get on Instagram story or wherever I put the poll. It'll be there. Maybe Twitter. I don't know. Maybe I should do that more often. Yes, actually, because Twitter does have polls. Thank you. That's a good idea. So who has more prevalence? Who has more weight? Who has more push? The cartel in movies? Are they more gruesome? Are they more scary? Or the mafia in movies? You tell me. So, but yeah, man, we've seen some really cool shit. Uh, so like I said, Peppermint is, is uh, definitely something you should watch. It's a very good movie. It's not the biggest budget, but it's it's got a John Wick feel to it, actually. So if John Wick and Death Wish had a baby, it would be Peppermint. And I don't even know why it's called Peppermint. Don't ask me that. Um, I didn't watch to all the uh, boys I loved before, and I'm gonna go on a little Netflix binge with the movies. Actually, I've just been watching a lot of shows like Luther, Wentworth, Ozark. Watch all those shows. Uh, I bought some video games this week. So what the fuck did I just play? Where <laughs> uh, Spider Man, 2K. So we already talked about those though. I didn't play Spider Man yet, so I'll give you a proper review of that later. BoJack Horseman, a very awesome show. Will Arnett voices the character. 
um, Allison Brie from Glow. She's one of the characters as well. Amy Sedaris. She's from. Uh, she's a Comedy Central alum. Gotta love that show. Uh, the fifth season comes out September fifteenth this week. Make sure you binge on that. So let's get on to my concert watching. What the fuck? Did I just go? And I went to go see one of my favorite, favorite artists, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai is a British artist who I thought was gay because of his large hats and very interactive hats. They like they were robotic and shit. Really, really cool. I used to think he was gay. His music is very dancey and very jazzy. They call it acid jazz and funk and all that. And he's won many awards for his lyrics. He's really cool. He's short. So one of my friends, she pointed that out, that like, how do you know he's gay? We went into that. We researched. He's not gay. He's actually fucked his stepmother. He has, not that gay people don't have kids, but like, you know, he's had a very played out marriage, a lot of infidelity and shit like that. And he was calling out the ladies a lot. That dude, uh, for someone, if he's gay, man, he, he was saying there was a lot of beautiful ladies, quite a lot. So I don't know what's on his menu, but he definitely is uh, not on a diet. You can tell with the little Chicho pack that he's got going on too, and his little uh, his little Wu Tang jumpsuit. But anyway, that was so fantastic. Sorry, too much coke last night. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> but so it was so amazing. He has done uh, Cosmic Girl. He has done Virtual Insanity, which is one of the best MTV music. It is the best MTV Music Awards ever, 1999. He also did Woodstock 99, where they show a lot of tits. I love a lot of tits. Uh, he has sang so many great hits. I love him. My friend Ernesto came with me. Um, his girlfriend Katie, shout out to her. It was her birthday. We had a fucking blast. It was in Forest Hills, the old tennis stadium. Um, shout out to Serena Williams and uh, Osaka. They had a great match. Osaka is the first Haitian and first Japanese player to win uh, a U.S. Open title or a Grand Slam. Uh, shout out to the umpires who were fucking assholes about the code violations. Guys, I'm with Billie Jean King on this one. Um, yes, McEnroe has been fined and had code violations all throughout. But to be honest, McEnroe is not a good example. Today's men are the ones that get away. Djokovic, all these people, they do not get the same code violations. Nor do they get violations on the way they dress. We talked about the the black Wakanda suit and the black tutu. Let them wear the fuck they want and leave their game alone. Like, yeah, she took away points. They, they, they took away points for coaching on the sideline, all types of stuff. And to be honest, Osaka didn't need all that to win. She was better, but it would have been a better match. And Osaka probably still would have won, even though Serena Williams is, in my opinion, the best tennis player of all time. No questions asked. I love Sampras. I love Agassi. I love Federer. I love Djokovic. They are McEnroe, Bjorg, Sefi Graf, Monica Seles, Billie Jean King. I love all those tennis players. U.S. Open is great. It's great for Flushing Queens. I love it. But Serena, you're the best. And uh, Jamiroquai, you're the dopest too with your big ass hats. Your short ass looking like Tom York and George Michaels put together. Woo. But I love, uh, and I love the responses I was getting through my Instagram uh, story. A lot of people were digging it too. And I didn't know that Jamiroquai had all that 
And for uh, for anybody not knowing, uh, he did the soundtrack for Napoleon Dynamite. We've talked about that before. Uh, vote for Pedro. But when he does the the Happy Hand song at the end on stage, it's uh, Canned Heat. That's what the song is called. Canned Heat in My Heels Tonight, baby. So if you want to check out my Instagram story, I posted that also. It's not just on the uh, evaporating story. I put it on my main story. So you can check that out if you want. I got pretty close, just like Drake. But yeah, that's where I went. That's what I did. That's what I does. Um, I might have some upcoming shows coming up soon, but I'll let you know about that later. What the fuck did I just say? And today's, uh, this week's phrase, dumb phrase, is it's based on like what people are. They're just so annoying. People are just so annoying. And then they try to make you more annoying than them. And that's easy. That's propaganda, guys. Don't feed into the propaganda. But anyway, what the fuck did they just say? Usually when I'm in an argument, people want to win. Not just me. Do I want to win more? Maybe. But when I hear people say, Are you ever wrong? Are you? I don't get it. I don't get it. Usually people that say that are people that I've never heard admit they were wrong either. You always have to be right. Well, do I aim to be wrong? I don't understand that. Do you understand that? Somebody please hit me up on any of my social channels, my SoundCloud comment section. There, None of them are disabled. It's not like Ariana Grande where she disabled her comments. Oops. No, no. Tell me. Tell me. Are you ever wrong? Is that, what, what, that is one of the stupidest questions I've ever heard. Of course I've been wrong. I'm just not wrong when I talk to you, you fucking dumb fuck. And do I always have to be right? No. I'd like a 95% chance of me being right. That'd be nice. I try to work on that. Do you? Like I said, people that make that important to them are the reason why umpires in the WTA and even in boxing, they try to, baseball, they try to take over the game. And for some reason, people want to be refs of conversations, of their own conversation, of their own debate. We've talked about this before. Republicans and, and conservatives usually love to tell themselves that they've won an argument or they've they've won a debate. Within the debate, they'll be like, well, I owned you. I, I, oh, I, I fucking, fucking destroyed you in that conversation. Wow, you have a great perception of reality. And I don't know how, like, other people don't want to be right or... But again, if someone calls you out and says, are you ever wrong? Or, you always have to be right. Just hit them with, I might not be always right. I don't always have to be right. But still, Vincent is. And he's the best. And he's the illest. And when he talks in third person... He wants you to get on Instagram and follow him at S-T-I-L-L-V-I-N-S-A-N-E. In third person, like Elmo, he would love for you to follow him on Facebook, Still Vincent 3. He would also like you to keep up NYC on his Instagram and on his Facebook. There's so many ways to interact with him. And also, I found a new mic. Oh, I just entered uh, the first person once again. Don't you hate people that just go back and forth into third and first person? Sorry, guys. Just did that. 
But I don't like when people do it often, so I guess we just put like three cliches all in one, all in one episode. How lucky are you guys? But like I said, um, we're going to start a new YouTube channel. I just got a new tablet, so I'll be recording that. I got a new mic, so I'll be recording more on a better software system than my phone. (laughs) You guys have been listening to this show through my phone for a while, but I've been trying to upgrade the equipment. Hopefully one day I'll be in a studio. That'd be nice. Make sure you follow the Keeping It Real Hot and Fresh. We're on Facebook Live. I'm also going to be putting that on Instagram Live. I'll be able to use my phone and my tablet to record. Uh, We're also on the live show on Facebook. We're also on the DTF app, Dropping the Flavor app. It is on iPhone and Android, iOS and Android. I say that because I I like working with multi-platforms. My show, my show is on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's on iTunes. It is on stillvinsane.com. Many channels. Just type in stillvinsane or keep up. Those things will happen. Every Tuesday, there is no time when I post them. Just look out. Every Tuesday, they'll be posted. Yeah, man. I'm ready, man. I'm ready for uh, episode 24 already. I'm already thinking about ideas. I'm so happy you guys listen with me. I want to thank everyone that has been listening to this show. That has been following me on my other adventures, like on Keeping It Real Hot and Fresh with Z-Fly and Jamie. I talk about ridiculous things. I talk about cliches. I talk about viral news, things that like is just annoying out there. We don't really talk about a lot of politics and sports because that happens pretty much every day. It's ever-changing. Um, so within a week, like John Oliver, I try to give you the special things that happen Uh that are just viral, that are just like people are water cooler talk. So trying to define my show, there you go. Viral news and dumb catchphrases or dumb cliches. But uh, listen up. Actually, no, I fucked that up. Reverse, reverse. Shut the fuck up. Listen up and keep up. It's still insane. Over and out, homies. Mm-hmm.